Thank you, precious Father, because it's all about Jesus. Jesus is our message, is our lyrics, is our song, is our melody. And we thank you because you revealed your son again to us today. We know you love it so much. Every time we talk about your son, it makes your head swell. <laughs> and we are so sure that by the end of this meeting, oh God, Jesus will be revealed unto each and every one of us. And let your name be glorified. Thank you, precious Father. We give you all the praise. For in Jesus' mighty name, I be prayed. And let God's people say, Amen. Okay, guys, let's quickly fly. I think we are already flying already. <laughs> okay, this is home. So let me feel at home. Let me feel at home. John chapter 5. So I was giving a text as well. So let's quickly read the text first and then we'll fly. John chapter 5. John chapter 5. So I'm going to read from verse 31 to 35. It says, If I alone bear witness about myself, my testimony is not true. There is another who bears witness about me, and I know that the testimony he bears about me is true. You sent to John, and he has borne witness to the truth. Not that the testimony that I have received is from man, but I say these things so that you may be saved. And verse 35 says, He was a burning and shining lamp, and you were willing to rejoice for a while in his light. And the Lord bless the hearing and the reading of the word for the salvation of our soul. And let the church say, Amen. Okay, guys, thank you so much once again for the opportunity. Thank you so much, Mariawa. Thank you so much, everybody, every family of ECCN. What an honor to be here. And very shortly, we're just going to check something in, in, in some couple of minutes. And um, the title of or the theme is The Burning and the Shining Light. The Burning and the Shining Light. And basically, Jesus was making reference to, to the person of John. In this context, it was referring to John. And verse 5 says, John was like a burning and a shining lamp. And you were excited for a while about his message. That's what NLT says, actually. And the truth of the matter is this. If God, in fact, first of all, by the way, first of all, a good, 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 by the way. If you go back to the book of John chapter 1, the early part of John, um, verse 7 says, he came, in fact, let, let me read from that 6. It says, there was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. Verse 8, he was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. Okay, at the end of this meeting, we're going to remove the name of John. You're going to put your name there. We are not editing the Bible, but basically, you know, basically, as John was sent today as a believer, so were you sent. When Jesus was about to leave, I mean, Jesus, after spending three years with these guys, telling them you make them features of men, giving them so many promises, so Jesus died. So everybody thought, oh my God, Jesus, he slide us. I mean, why would Jesus die? I mean, after everything he said, and he said he's going to resurrect, he didn't resurrect. You know that story in Luke chapter 24? Those guys were annoyed. He said, and we thought he was going to save Israel. Jesus, that guy, he slide us. 
And then Jesus resurrected. So they were excited. But after he resurrected and he was living finally. So the last conversation Jesus had with the disciples. You know, if it were to be an African, they say, Jesus, I mean, drop something, Baba, drop something, drop something. You are leaving us finally. I mean, we, we planned our business for three years. We are following you back to back. I mean, won't you drop something for us? And then, so Jesus had to drop something. And what did he drop? He told them, he said, <laughs> he said, go into all the world. So that word, go, go. The word go is, I mean, we have God, G-O-D. So just, just, just took two part of two letters from God. Just say, we are go into all the world and preach the gospel. And he said, and you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost is upon you, and you shall bear my witness. And, and the lifestyle of John, the ministry of John, was exactly, directly just to witness the person of Jesus. And one of the things I love about John personally, just the little I know about John the Baptist, is the fact that that guy knows who he was. He really, really understands his calling. And it's very important today as a believer, know where you stand in the body of Christ. All of us cannot be doing everything together. All of us cannot be teachers. All of us cannot be evangelists. All of us cannot be prophets. All of us are not, cannot be singers. All of us cannot be ushers. All of us cannot be this. All, there are some of us have to be this. Some of us have to be that. In fact, the Bible says it gave gift unto men. Some apostles, some this, some. So it has to be some, some, some. So we can't all be the same thing. But either way, any place you find yourself functioning, our goal is one, to reveal the person of Christ. And the fulfillment of the ministry of John actually was found in the fact that he was able to successfully witness the person of Christ. You know, John got so famous to a level. He started abusing literally everybody that came to be baptized. Matthew chapter 3. So these guys, they were so much, his ministry was blooming. It was like, kai, 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 kai. So Matthew chapter 3 verse 8, he said, Oh, you brood of vipers. <laughs> he used the vulgar language. Yeah, to those guys, they said, it's okay, it's okay, abuse us, we'll get saved. Your, your gospel is so true. It's so good to be true, so let's just come, let's just come. We love this gospel. But when they saw that the ministry was blooming too much, he had to culture himself and he told them something, Matthew chapter 3, verse 11. He says, guys, listen though, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. He said, but listen, there's one coming after me. He's mightier than high. He said, whose sandal I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with Holy Spirit and fire. So, you know, there are times in our life where we need to also do what John did here. Yeah, when you don't really get too carried away, you need to understand that you can people draw people's attention back to Jesus. Now, guys, listen, 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 listen. Wait, 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 wait. It's not about me. Oh. <laughs> it's all about Jesus. <laughs> and it's very key because, honestly speaking, one of the things I know about God is God loves to give grace and glory. At the time of my life, um, when, when we started this whole, okay, working for Jesus, kingdom work, back in school then, you know, it got to a point by God gave us the grace. I mean, said God give grace and glory. That's why I started with God worketh in you. So anything God works in you, always acknowledge it. It's God that works in you to will and to do. Anything you do is not a doing of your own. In fact, even Jesus said he doesn't do anything of his own. Except with anything the Father, he sees the Father do. So in quote, anything the Father works in him, he do. That's by the way. Okay, so let's go back. So basically, it's very key when you begin to understand that God gives grace and glory. You find yourself at times, even your friend, they, they find it hard to call you by your name when God starts working in you because it's like, oh my God, oh my God. 
I, I, am I still going to call him this thing? You know, I was listening to one of um two spirituality family one time that she was ministering and she said it's even hard for some of her friends to even call her by by our name now. I know everything I'm really trying to also work on it. Please don't use star for me. You know, when when uh Mayor sent me the design, they wrote bro, I was like, bro, remove bro from my name. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> I guys like I'm cool with Akimika. You don't have to but Akimika is that's that's what it is basically. But even at this point of our lives, it's even hard to still tell some people not to put sack. They say sack in Don't put sack in them. I'm like But this is what I'm going with all this. If you just you start seeing that honor begins to come because of the grace God has put at the, in your life at the first place. So you see in the life of Jesus, he began to even talk about John. But sir, normally, normally, John introduced Jesus throughout his life. So Jesus came. Jesus was preaching, at times he would be preaching, he would say something like, well, among everybody born of woman, there's nobody greater than John. <laughs> so Jesus began to make a reference to the guy. So you see, this one way basically. God gave John the grace to witness him, and yet he gave him glory. And then when the glory was coming, John was making reference to them again. Say, okay, listen, I baptize you with water unto repentance. Actually, there's one coming after me, baptize you with Holy Ghost and fire. In fact, John's ministry bloomed to a level. They had to go and send people to him. They said, wait, 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 wait are you the one are you the messiah that would have been a good time for him to do what they call pride of the world to be who he was not but yet he had sense he said no 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 no, no. i am not i am the voice of the one crying in the wilderness okay we just have to go through all those all those things more like an introduction <laughs> so let's fly now let's go to john chapter 3 verse 35 so jesus said while he was giving john glory he was crying glory so at times, don't run away from the fact that people are putting respect or giving you respect. No, it's not, you're not trying to be humble when you say, no, no, no. At times, you take it honestly. You can't, at this point of, of some of our lives, you can't even, you can't even avoid it anymore. You can't, you can't avoid it anymore. So, I mean, it's because God gives grace. It's not just grace he will give you. There's also something called glory. It's the book of Psalms. God gives grace and glory. So at times, you can't avoid people who are respecting you um praying for you from time to time but this is what i'm going so jesus also did the same for john but jesus said john was like a burning and a shining lamp and like i said we all have when we are there the ministry of john because that's the same thing god told the apostles he said go into all the world he said you power when they do so and you shall be my witness and john was a witness the only difference was the fact that john was a witness before the death of jesus the resurrection of Jesus and the ascension of Jesus. Now listen, when Jesus was about to ascend, the people that took over the ministry were the apostles. And then when Jesus ascended, when the apostles took it, when they left the upper room, immediately left the upper room, every other person that got saved started taking the the Holy Spirit, the the bound too. So basically, it started with John. He bears witness for the light. When John died, Jesus died. He was resurrecting. And the apostles were like, ah, Baba, drop something, drop something. So Jesus really dropped something. He gave them the, the ministry of witnessing. Keep witnessing. And I said, okay, you know what? You won't be able to do this on your own. I will send the Holy Spirit. I will pray the Father to send your spirit. So if God won't just give you a vision. He will also give you the grace you need for that vision. That's why this, this popular saying, there's no vision without provision. If God tells you to do anything, if he's telling you to go anywhere, if he's telling you to do anything, first of all, go and sleep, rest assured, first of all. Don't worry yourself at all. Because you know, anytime God tells you to do something, he has provided everything you will need. 
And that's why we have the Holy Ghost today. Thank you, Jesus, for the Holy Ghost. And then basically, it continues. And then the mantle keeps falling, 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 falling. And then you remember this place in the book of Matthew chapter 1. The Bible says from Abraham to David was 14 generations. From David to the captivity in Babylon was 14 generations. From Babylon to Jesus was 14 generations. And it keeps continuing, actually. But one way or the other, you are saved today, baptized with the Holy Ghost. You love Jesus. You've seen the light of the gospel. You know what? Now the mantle has rest upon you. So listen, if Jesus will call John a burning and shining lamp because he was witnessing him, then listen, listen, I think, listen, listen, I think it won't be vague, it won't be a big word if I say, anytime you see somebody witnessing Jesus today, you can call such a person a burning and a shining lamp for Christ, basically. Before you can call any, before you can say, ah, the ministry is on fire, they are burning, ah, they are fire brand. You need to make sure you are sure that they are really witnessing Jesus. Because that was the criteria and the only condition that made Jesus refer to John as the burning light. If you want to know whether you are burning for God, it's not the number of um, hours you can pray. Because people pray and they pray religiously. You want to see how long people pray? Go and see monk. You want to see how long people meditate? Go and check the life of... You want, go and see religious people pray. You know that even you are, you are not, you've not started praying. So what makes you a burning and a shining lamp in this context is if you start witnessing Jesus. Should I tell you something? You can't even be burning and be shining if you don't have direct access to the light. And the light is the person of Jesus. You're already fine already. Just keep this to us. So before you can say, ah, that pastor, oh my God, is on fire. Make sure he's witnessing Jesus. Today is Apostle Joshua Summer's birthday. Uh, we're celebrating. But these are people are celebrating today and they're like, oh my God. And people are putting fire on their status, literally. And they say, ah, man of fire. is because he's witnessing Jesus. That's the criteria. I feel if Jesus is to come again this time and to say some things about some men of God, some of us, some artists, some musicians of the gospel, of course, he <laughs> will say the same thing about them. And he say, these guys, they are burning and they are, they are like burning and shining up. Another version says they born, um, John was he, he born and shine. Let, let, let me check, let me check another version for you guys. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. So another version says he, he was born and he was shining. He was born, he born and shine. Basically, he was just born and shine. Either way, he was born and he was shining. But this is where I'm going. So keep it to it. Before you can even personalize it, before you can say, Oh, Akimikai, that guy is on fire. Make sure I am witnessing Jesus. I am pointing you to Jesus. Because if you are a believer and Jesus is no longer in what you preach, the Holy Spirit is no longer in what you preach, you are not pointing people to anybody to, to Jesus, you're not pointing them to the cross, you're not pointing them, then you should check yourself, checkmate yourself. Should I tell you guys something? This is just by the way. This is not part of but this is just by the way. This is just by the way. You know what it means to fall from grace? Galatians chapter 5, verse 4. You know what it means to fall from grace? The Bible says you are falling from the grace. Christ has become of no effect in you. Anytime you see somebody not pointing people to Christ, not pointing people to the Holy Spirit, stop talking. My brother, that's the beginning. That's the first, that's the first class. Before people start missing church, it started from a place. They probably stop talking about Jesus. They stop talking about God. They don't want to, that's, that's where it starts from. You want to see who is born in? Then see who is talking about Jesus. See who is witnessing Jesus. Are we getting blessed? So the gospel precisely is all about Jesus. I want to show you something very quick. So I talked about Luke chapter 24 the other time. And this was the time when Jesus 
had a conversation with this couple of guys when jesus died they, were, they felt disappointed they were like oh my god oh my god jesus oh my god jesus slide us he said he was going to be the savior let's quickly for everybody luke chapter 24 luke chapter 24 from verse 13 the bible says that very day two of them were going to a village named emmaus about seven miles from jerusalem and they were talking with each other about all these things that had happened why they were talking let me fast forward let me fast forward let me fast forward so jesus joined their meeting by the way they were talking about jesus just joined the conversation now verse 18 says then one of them named cleopas answered him are you the only visitor to jerusalem who does not know the things that have happened in these days listen they were talking to jesus about jesus now listen they said and he said to them what things what things and they said to him concerning jesus of nazareth a man who was a prophet mighty indeed and word before god and other people okay there's a place i'm looking for where they felt disappointed just give me one second guys give me one second give me one second oh lord jesus holy spirit help me oh help me oh okay perfect i found it verse 21 everybody it says but we had hope that he was the one to redeem israel so they thought well jesus lied them because they really thought jesus would, would be the one to to help them so they, they said it to jesus they didn't even know it was just they said we had hope he was the one that would redeem israel we, we thought i mean we, we really thought he was going to save us we really i mean he said he's the savior i mean while he was on the heart so you know what happened jesus was still enjoying the conversation i mean in quote was enjoying their ignorance but the truth of the matter is you know there's something about jesus he doesn't use your ignorance against you I, i've noticed that about jesus you know when thomas was like well um jesus except i see the hole in his hand i will not believe you know what happened when jesus appeared to them just says thomas come and touch my hand you know some people say doubting thomas no jesus doesn't see thomas as that he just said if you know what even if you want me to go to that extent to prove that i love you some of you have done this before you say god if you really love me god you must give me this job god you, you must give me this admission if you really love me and god still make sure they give the admission but that's not the condition to prove that god loves you or not <laughs> but irrespective god still loves you that's why i said god can't love you on your own good he has to be on his own goodness he loves you good days he loves you ugly times he loves you the days you pray he loves you the days you don't pray that's by the way okay so jesus said something and i want to talk about it very shortly verse 27 the bible says and beginning with moses and all the prophets jesus interpreted to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself so when jesus wanted to introduce himself he started by starting from moses and you remember when we read john chapter 5 verse 31 jesus started by saying if i were to testify on my own behalf my testimony will not be valid so even before john came so many people were already talking about jesus that i said the old scripture the old gospel is all about the person of jesus now listen 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 are you ready for this so the bible said in chapter 27 once again before we fly he says i'm beginning with moses and all the prophets interpreted himself to them in the scripture concerning himself if you want to enjoy studying your bible make sure you're looking for jesus in the context and jesus is in the book of psalms is in the book of genesis in the book of exodus all those testaments jesus the port jesus the picture of jesus the image of jesus the person of jesus anytime bible talks about bread and wine is referring to jesus the body of jesus basically so jesus started this conversation with them and then if you read psalm 22 
the first thing that started happening to you, verse 1 is, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? That was when David was in the spirit. He prophesied that Jesus was going to come and then things will be said. And on the cross, to fulfill that prophecy, Jesus said that statement, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? So David was a burning light because why? He was able to portray the image of Jesus. And verse 20, chapter 23, it's a very popular place. Um, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. You know what happened? So basically, my God, my God started what happened before the death of Jesus on the cross. Chapter 23 tells us what happened when Jesus died for us. Then the Lord became our shepherd because why we were sinners, but he brought us into his own kingdom. It's not, we were translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. And God became our shepherd, so we can't want anymore. Because why? Everything we need is in Christ Jesus. And then chapter 24, chapter 24, talks about the Father, lift up your heads, O ye gates. Now we have authority in Christ to command gates to lift up his head. You know why? Because when Jesus resurrected, he was seated at the right hand of the Father. Now Ephesians chapter 2, verse 6 and 7 says, God has raised us in Christ and has made us sit with him at the right hand of the Father. So now, far above principalities, far above powers and rulers of darkness, blah, blah, blah. We know what that means. Now we have authority. So something so David was talking about Jesus. You know Melchizedek, he brought bread and wine to go and meet Abraham. You know what that means? He's talking about the body and the blood of Jesus. So these guys have been talking about Jesus back to anybody you see witnessing Jesus. Anybody you see witnessing Jesus. Jesus, like he said unto John, or referred to for John, literally becomes a burning and a shining light. The whole scripture is all about the person of Jesus. It's all everything. That's the greatest revelation can come in the Bible. You know, so there are so many remas in the Bible. So many remas. If I start right now, so many, so many remas. But you know, the, the only one that builds faith according to the Bible. <laughs> God says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. You know what word of Christ means? Word of Christ. Word of Christ. Where you can bring out Christ, the person of Jesus, the picture of Jesus from the Bible. He builds faith. You know the story of Adam in the beginning? The Bible says God put Adam to sleep to create Eve. So when God put Adam to sleep, you can bring out the picture of Jesus from the picture. You know what that means? He was talking about the picture of when Jesus died. So Adam slept, Jesus died. Listen, out of his ribs, God brought out Eve. You know what happened? Out of the ribs of Jesus, God brought out the church. <laughs> so he begins to build faith. You know the story of Abraham trying to kill Isaac? No, it's not because God is a wicked father. If you read it with your religious eyes, you say, which God will tell Abraham to go and kill Isaac? But if you read it with, with, the, with the will of God, saying faith comes by hearing by the word of Christ, you bring out Christ from that picture. Now, Abraham willing to kill Isaac is a picture of God willing to kill Jesus. So the moment these guys begin to portray, that's why Abraham was a man of faith. So if Jesus was to talk about Abraham in this context, talking about who testified about him, Abraham testified about him. So that's what Jesus was telling these guys. He said, just started talking about himself, starting about the book, book of Moses, Genesis, Exodus, that's the five book of Moses, the Torah. Then the prophets, book of, every book of Isaiah, these guys says, until a child is born, until, these guys were talking about Jesus. That's why they were great men. It's not because of anything. These guys were great men because they were representing, preaching, even though they have not seen Jesus, they were prophesying Jesus. What makes you a burning light as a preacher, as a leader, as a teacher, as a prophet, is if you are witnessing Christ to the people. So many people today, they want people to change in their church. They want people to live a holy life. You think it is by preaching morality to them? You are joking. 
You want people to pay their tithe? You think it's by making them say something like, well, if you don't pay your tithe, devourer will enter your business. Sa sa we 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 we. That that is that is that doesn't have power to build faith. One, it doesn't have power to make people to be transformed. It has power to make people feel bad about where they are. But you know what? The reason why people are where they are is because they need Jesus. It's all about Jesus. We need Jesus much more. And so many times we want to put away the place of Jesus, we want to put away the well, the place of Holy Spirit, even though it's in us to be our helpmate, to be our helper. We want to put it away, we want to put focus on ourselves. That's why when you see people they want to enter a new year, don't need a new season, they say ah, new resolution. So they put effort on the things their works, their self-righteousness will get them. Okay, I want to do this, I want to do that. They write 10 new resolutions. And ironically, just to prove that God is faithful and you are helpless without the Holy Spirit, at the end of the day, in the first one, two weeks, you realize you can't catch up with that resolution anymore. Because why? It's all about Jesus. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. Jesus said, Abraham sought to see my day. What's he talking about? It's all about Jesus. These guys, they were all talking about Jesus. David was prophesying about Jesus. He hasn't even met Jesus before. So before Jesus could call somebody a burning and he said like the, the person he has is ready to witness Jesus because that was the entire life of John. People will be more focused on the works of John. About the fact that he went to go and spend time in the wilderness. So people go to go and go and shut down. My brother, if you shut down, if you are coming back, if it's not with the revelation of Jesus, my brother, you are you, you are just going to do gymnastic exercise. So people want to focus on the works. But nobody wants to do the place, the work of witnessing of Jesus. He didn't just, just, just go and shut down because people just form religious connotation out of it. But when we begin to bring out Christ from the scripture, he builds faith. He builds faith. The story of Joseph, when you read it, that this was what Jesus was telling these people. Actually. When you read the story of Joseph, the Bible says Joseph was loved by his father Jacob. You know what that means? Jesus was loved by his father God. Joseph was put into peace. You know what that means? Jesus died. He was put in the prison. Jesus went into the underworld. When they removed Joseph out of prison, you know what that means? He's talking about the resurrection of Jesus. When they made Joseph the prime minister, that was when God raised Jesus and put him at his right hand. When you begin to see it in this reflection, you begin to realize it's all about Jesus. All about Jesus. So before Jesus can say somebody is a burning light, then the person is representing witnessing or pointing to jesus so the emphasis is not on the works it's not the works of Je it's not the works of john he was eating locusts and white onions. so people go and dry fasting because they thought that's where the power lies no what makes john exceptional is the fact that he was able to witness jesus point to jesus he was able to point to jesus he was able to point to jesus Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Are, are we still getting blessed? Am I still connected? <laughs> okay, I think I'm still, I'm still connected. We have a few more minutes. Let's just, let's just wrap up. Let's wrap up. The gospel is all about Jesus. And before Jesus could make sure that his testimony became complete, like he said, he said, if I were to testify on my own self, on my behalf, my testimony will not be true. You know, you not be valid. That's John 5 31. Before he now came to place where he said, So you have people like people like um John coming to witness him. And he mentioned John because he knew they, they saw John. He was talking to the Pharisees and Sadducees in that context. Because the whole conversation started from John chapter 5, from verse 1, when just killed the person and they had issues with it. And Jesus was like, No, 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 you don't understand. John came to bear witness to the truth. I am the truth he was talking about. 
you guys are so filled with religion. There's truth. That's why the Bible says the Lord came through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Thank you so much, um, Evangelist Victor. Everybody in the Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame in Hebrews chapter 11, every one of them portrayed the picture of Jesus at one time or the other. At one time. The Bible says the blood of Abel speaks. Thank God he spoke. But the blood of Jesus speaks much more. Much more. All of these guys, start mentioning their name. I start telling you something. At least one thing about them that speaks about the person of Jesus. Moses, the Bible says he lift up his rod, and as many people that look up on the rod of Moses, that he lifted up the, the pain, the, 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 this pain in their body, they stop, they, they don't focus on the pain, they start focusing on the cross. The Bible says, whoever look onto that rod will live. And when he's talking about that, you know what happened? He's talking about the person of Jesus, that Jesus will die on the tree. You know, the, the, the Noah is also in the Ark of Fame. You know about Noah? Noah was a bunny and a shiny lamp. You know why? Because during the time of Noah, he built an ark. The ark speaks about the person of Jesus. Talking about the fact that God's judgment is the rain on planet earth. And then God created an ark to shield the, the two, I want to say children, to shield Noah, to shield Noah and his families and those who believe. And it's the same to do in the New Testament. The judgment of God is not on us because Jesus took it all for us. All of these guys in the Old Testament, every one of them, every story you see. You know David and Goliath? You know that story? David killed Goliath. Okay. The name of the place, in fact, there's so many things to bring out of that context, by the way. But out of all of the things that happened in that conversation, by the way, okay, let me just bring out two things on me. David and Goliath, right? David and Goliath, keep it to that. Listen, listen, listen. David and Goliath's battle was a battle of bring out somebody from your own house. We bring out somebody from Philistine. Bring out somebody from Israel. This is the condition of the battle whosoever wins this battle determines the country that wins that was why when david killed goliath all of those things they bowed down they surrendered because that was the condition of the battle in fact that was the reason why Philist, um, goliath was threatening these people because he was so huge he was so tall nobody could confront him and the battle is just send one person so first of all nobody was even as tall as goliath so they were afraid because it's a one chance it's a gamble it was a big gamble and you know what that means? That's the same thing that happened between between when, when Jesus died, when Jesus defeated the devil. He defeated the devil once and for all. So when David fought and he overcame, other people of Israel doesn't need to fight anymore. So that when Jesus fought on your behalf and he said it is finished, you don't have to fight anymore. Listen, the only fight you need to fight is the only fight called the fight of faith. See all these generational causes, because it's okay if you believe Jesus, it's okay. I'm telling you, so I'm telling you the, the truth of God's word. You don't have to fight anymore. David fought on behalf of the Israelites. They don't have to fight anymore. Jesus fought on your behalf. You don't have to fight anymore. The only fight you should fight is called the fight of faith. You fight to remain in faith. That's what it means. Fight to believe that everything God has given you, you receive. Let me that again. You fight to believe that everything God has given you, you receive. It's all about Jesus. From Genesis 1 to Revelation, it's all about Jesus. Give me more stories. I can anybody in the Bible. If it's not talking about that's where faith comes. Because at times some of you say, Well, I'm reading the Bible, I'm reading the Bible. So I say, no, you can't have faith because you are still reading letters, you're reading with, with religious glasses. If you if you are in for it to bring out Jesus from the context, then begin to realize, yes, faith will come. And if you start looking for Jesus, or you start speaking about this, or you start representing Jesus according to this context of John chapter 5, verse 35, you are not a bunny and a shiny light. Because you're not even representing any light at the first place. 
<laughs> before you can be a bunny and a shiny lamp, you have to be representing a light. And the light is the person of Jesus. That's what the Bible says, and in, it was the light of the world, and in him was light, and the life, light was the life of men. Going back to John chapter 1. He said, in him was life, and the life was the light of men. So the light that God referred to when he was saying John was a shining lamp was because he has the life of Jesus. Listen, listen, listen. You begin to enjoy your Christianity more when you begin to understand that even the old journey is not about you. It's all about Jesus. Christianity is all about Jesus. It's not about you. You will wear out when you put the focus on yourself. You keep trying to do something to end God's approval. Not knowing that the same approval you are fighting for, you already have. And that's, that's such a big mystery. It's not about you. Focus on Jesus. Talk about Jesus. Think about Jesus. Pray about Jesus. Sing about Jesus. Before you know it, consciously and consciously, even you'll be amazed. Because that's the only thing God saw in John. God didn't see the fact that he spent so many years in the wilderness. You want to be humble? Talk more about Jesus. Put the focus back to Jesus. You need to understand these things. So everybody wants to be a boy, everybody wants to be, uh, want to pray. yeah, it's good. But make sure you're pointing, you want to be on fire, you want fire really mean. I'm talking about Bible fire. I'm not talking about, hey, before you can say Akimika is on fire, look at my life. Check me. Am I pointing people to Jesus? Am I witnessing Jesus? Am I standing for Jesus? Because that's what it means to be born. You think people are just celebrating our Joshua 7 today? <laughs> I can keep mentioning names of great men. These guys are witnessing Jesus. And the more you witness Jesus, the more Jesus begins to confirm his word. That's why at times people put so many emphasis on the work, they get little results. You put more emphasis on Jesus, you get much more results. Keep it to us. And if you are here, you are a leader, you are a preacher, and God has placed people under you, you should keep this to us. Your message is not complete until you start pointing people to Jesus. You need to, it has to get the back of your mind. I was about to minister today, I was thinking, God, it's all about you, it's all about Jesus. I've come to talk about Jesus. I can talk about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. Because that's when you can be blessed. So I put the pressure on Jesus. Jesus, your people must be blessed. If it's about me, it's about the things I know, my theology, and my brother. If I start telling you Greek, Hebrew, how does Greek and Hebrew bless you? <laughs> it's all about Jesus. You will get naturally transformed. This happens a lot so many places. You want people to change their, their ways. You want people to become a better person. You are trying to tell them. You are advising them. You are talking to them. They can't change. They are helpless. That's why they are there in the first place. And the fact that they are helpless is the proof that they need Jesus. You want people to be burning for Jesus? Tell them more about Jesus. You want them to be a burning lamp? Tell them more about Jesus. Because they said the light of Jesus strike them, they can't be burning. All the, all the, okay, let's, let's wrap up on this end. Guys, let's just wrap up. Our time is completely gone. We need to wrap up. Let's just have one. Act of Apostles chapter 2. Act of Apostles chapter 2. The greatest message that was preached, the first message that was ever preached, and then automatically 3,000 people got saved. By the way, like I said, the gospel is all about Jesus. Thank God we have company from Zion. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. We have company from Zion. We are not here alone. Angels of God are here. They love to hear about Jesus. They always come around. They just love to hear about Jesus. They love it so much. The first message that was preached, after the Holy Ghost came, the first message that was preached, 
Peter never spoke about people's sin. He wasn't telling me, don't do it. When he started, he started and he spoke about Jesus. Let me just read a few of them for you. Understand what I mean? When, when Peter started, he started. Now listen. Acts 2 14. That's it. But Peter, standing with the 11, lifted up his voice and addressed them. Listen. So he started a message. Because some of you think you, when you want people to get saved, you have to preach their sin to them. They already know they are, they, they already, in fact, the Bible says the Son of God, John 3 17, the Son of God has not of God has not come to condemn the world. They are condemned already. That's why they are helpless. So they don't need somebody to come and tell them how condemned they are. Uh, then some people they lie. They know they, they have issues. They like have like this. They need help. How will you go and meet a doctor and say, Doctor, I'm having stomach pain? And so say, Ah, you have stomach pain. Why we have stomach pain? Sir, the reason I'm in your front is because I have stomach pain. That's what I'm here. Why are you telling me? Why are you making me feel bad for my condition? If you don't have a solution, leave me alone. The Bible says, and it started. Men of Judea and all who dwell in Jerusalem. Blah, 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 blah. He, he, check everything he spoke about. He started quoting Joel. Started talking about Old Testament. Started talking that every of his message. He never mentioned give your life to Christ or else you go to hell. And some of us preach there thinking we no. He started bringing out Jesus from the scripture. And verse 20 says, This Jesus delivered up according to go and read it. Talking about God raised him, talking about the person of Jesus, the death, the resurrection of Jesus. Everything was about Jesus. And when he finished, the people are sir. <laughs> Bible says verse 37. Now, when they had this, they were cut to their heart. Some of us think you have to preach hellfire before people can be saved. You are joking. <laughs> Let us wrap up. Keep this to us. I'll say it again. Before you can say Akimika is burning. Ah, that guy is on fire. Make sure you've checked my life. And make sure you can see me witnessing Jesus, representing Jesus, and standing for Jesus, and pointing you to Jesus. Before Jesus could say John was a burning and a shining lamp, just was so sure that he witnessed him. And he didn't just give him grace to witness him. And that's the beautiful part. Just even talked about him. He gave him glory. God will give grace and glory. From today, if you want to check your scriptures, make sure you are, you are looking at it with the conscience of the Father that you are looking for the person of Jesus. And the more you say, Holy Spirit, give the person of Jesus to me. It's to start building faith. The Bible will not be boring to you. It becomes, that's what it means to be born. Don't say I'm born if you are not sure I'm witnessing Jesus or if you are not sure I'm I'm pointing you to Jesus. We give you all the praise, oh God. Let's 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 wrap up. It's not in the multitude of words. I presented Jesus to you, and only has power to transform. Only has power to change your mind. Only has power to make sure you are caught to your heart. It's not in the exigency. It's not in the number of what I say. Okay, Father, we thank you for an amazing time in your presence. Thank you because Kai, <laughs> the person of Jesus is being revealed right now. I will thank you for the transformation that will happen afterwards. We give you all the praise, oh God. You will bless this family. You bless ECCN. And every one of them, you will strengthen them. Oh God, you give them more strategy, more wisdom to propagate and witness the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus. We give you all the praise, oh God. For in Jesus' mighty name, I will pray. And let God's people say, Amen. Thank you so much, everybody. What an honor to be here. Um, thank you so much once again, Mayowa. Thank you so much, um, every family of um, ECCN. Thank you so much, uh, Margaret. I see you. Thank you so much, my True Spirituality family. Thank you so much for coming around. You guys are awesome. You are amazing. Uh, I celebrate everybody. And until I catch up with you guys again, a good preacher needs to wrap up early when they invite you so like they can invite you the next time. <laughs> okay, that was a joke. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much once again, everybody. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Peace out, everybody. Peace out.